Soul Click Podcast. I'm your host, Sophie Stein. I am super excited for today's episode. The world is going through a very heavy period right now. <laughs> and I don't mean in the menstrual sense, <laughs> but it sounded like that. I just mean, I mean, you know what I mean. It's very stressful out there. The news cycle is so intense and crazy and a lot of awful things are happening, but it's also a revolution. So I'm trying not to think of it as this like scary dark period because I know that so much goodness is coming out of this and a lot of unity is happening right now and it's definitely all coming out so that the world can heal and people can heal and the world can become a better place, a more unified place, a more loving place. And with all that said, since it is a heavy time and emotions are high and people are feeling quite, I I really don't know a better word for other than just heavy, um, I thought I would do an episode this week all about self-care because it's important in times like these to take care of ourselves so that we don't go down a spiral of feeling really dark and depressed and sad all the time. I think it's important to continue to do the things that make us happy and do things that cheer us up and really prioritize joy right now. I think it's really important to prioritize finding happiness and lifting yourself up and finding the joy in the small things and finding the joy even in the midst of the fear or sadness. It's so important for our mental health. So that is what I want to talk about today. But of course, first I'm going to hit you with all of the things that I've been up to this week and all of my weekly loves. Okay, so I know last week I said I was dubbing my little weekly favorites section as my weekly obsessions, but I just don't like that word for some reason. It's just not really resonating with me very well. It's not sitting with me very well. So I want to rename it. I realize that this is silly and probably nobody cares at all except for me, but it just needs to be said. It's now officially being renamed to my weekly loves but before we get into those i'm going to share my little weekly recap this week was very low-key but a few exciting things did happen for instance my husband and i josh who you met on episode three um we went out for our very first like proper dinner out It was so nice. We met some friends at Disney Springs and we had dinner at the Japanese restaurant there. It's called Morimoto and it was very, very good. But I just cannot even begin to explain how nice it felt to be out in the real world at like a restaurant, sitting down, having a nice dinner with friends after not being able to do that for like months and months and months. So it was so nice. We enjoyed it so much and I don't think I'll ever take for granted sitting in a restaurant ever again. Also, we were super impressed with Disney Springs safety precautions. They did such a good job. Basically, you park in the parking garage and then before you can even enter the actual Disney Springs area, they have a bunch of employees there um, like lined up and one of them takes your temperature. There's another little stand for hand sanitizer. And then if you don't have your own mask, they'll funnel you to another line where they will provide you a mask. So it was really great. And they do have people like walking around and making sure that everyone has their masks on. But obviously at your dinner table, you don't have to wear a mask, which I don't really know how that works. Like it makes sense because you have to eat, but also I don't know. I don't think anyone actually really knows what's going on or what they're doing, but we're just following the rules the best we can. Um, But anyway, yeah, it was a really lovely, lovely evening out. So I just thought I would mention that as it was for sure the highlight of the week. Another highlight of my week was that I went to get my nails done for the first time. A lot of firsts for me this week, I guess. I am so incredibly bad at doing my own nails. 
they always look absolutely awful and then they chip within a day and it's just such a waste of my time so I have been struggling for three months or maybe four months I don't know how long has it been now but anyway went and got my nails done um my nail salon was also really great with their safety precautions they have like a big shield between me and you know the customer and the nail technician they had lots of hand sanitizer everyone had to wear a mask it was as safe as it could have been I felt like and I decided to get a little crazy this week and go for blue which I never really go blue on my fingernails I usually go either like a a nice creamy beigey neutral color or like really light pink Um, but for some reason I was just feeling the summer vibes, feeling a little bit daring. And so I chose this color. It's called Rich Girls and Po' Boys by OPI. And it looked like a nice milky, bright, but not too like crazy blue. And I just thought it would be really fun for summer. And it was. And then as soon as I put it under the light to like dry, it came out like neon electric blue. So I didn't know that was going to happen. My nail technician did not know this was going to happen, but it's it happened. And truth be told, I just didn't feel like getting them redone, repainted. So I decided to just let it flow, let it go. And now I have these like electric blue nails. And when I left the salon, I was quite disappointed. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, I finally get to get my nails done. I don't even like the color. It's so annoying. But after living with them for like, a day I now love them so it's all good they have totally grown on me they look a little crazy but I kind of love that I you know I'm making a splash but I actually do think that they're super fun so if you typically go for like a neutral color I think it's fun to you know shake it up every once in a while do something a little different it only is your nails it's not the big of a deal it's just for fun and yeah they make me happy now when I look at them so that was a plot twist But in other weekly recap news, I have been working on Josh's birthday plans. So he is turning 30 on Sunday. So this is his birthday week. It's a very big special birthday, obviously, turning 30. And we have decided to spend it at the beach with family and just chill out and go to a nice dinner and just make it like very relaxing. So I have just been finalizing all the plans for that, figuring out where to go for his birthday dinner, uh, Father's Day brunch, because my brother is going to be celebrating his very first Father's Day. So that will be really special too. It's actually Josh's birthday and Father's Day land on the same day. It's also the very first official day of summer, the summer solstice. So it's just a very exciting day all around. (laughs) But yeah, we're really excited for the beach. I'm so looking forward to that. But As I was saying, just been finalizing plans for that and getting all of his presents in order. It took me a while. He's not the easiest to shop for. And I think that like his very main gift, his like most important gift, isn't even going to be here in time, which is really annoying. It's actually supposed to arrive on his actual birthday, but we're not going to be here at the house to collect it because we're going to be at the beach. But anyway, that'll be fine. I'm just going to like print off a picture of it or something, I think kind of sad but I got him a few other things that are supposed to arrive in time so we should be all good but other than that the week has mostly just been very chill on Sunday we actually had a really really nice like family pool day um I finally made my apple pie that I was raving about in the last episode to be honest yes it was very very good but it just was not the same as the one that my friend's mother-in-law made over memorial day weekend I don't know what I did differently um 
anyway, I was a little bit sad about that, but it's fine. It was still delicious. Everybody really loved it and everyone didn't really have it, anything to compare it to except me and Josh because we're the only ones who had the original apple pie. So it all worked out in the end. So that pretty much sums up my weekly recap. Nothing else very noteworthy happened. Um, so let's just get into my weekly loves. This is my favorite. Yeah, I think this is my favorite part of every episode because I just love talking about the things that make me happy and get me excited and I'm loving at the moment. Okay, my very first weekly love that I want to share with you is this candle that I got from Target and I, I'm kind of a snob when it comes to candles. I'm kind of bougie with candles. I love my Diptyque, Joe Malone, very, you know, the very expensive, nice, lovely candles that have like insane scents, La Labo, oh my god, but I was trying to find a more affordable option since I love burning candles and I like I burn candles every single day. I'm just, you know, trying to be a bit more cost effective with my candle purchases. So I went to Target and I smelled every single candle that they have. I also try to find candles that are like soy based, um, that have more natural ingredients because I know that the fumes like go into the air and some of them are not good for you, which is why I also really love my essential oil diffuser, but it's just not the same as having a candle burning. It's just, there's nothing as cozy and as special about it. And also I'm just not that amazing with blending my essential oils to like get like the best smell ever. I mean, I have a few that I love, but none that I'm like dying over like I do with my candles. So I actually really like Josh and I as well because it's his house too, but we really like like kind of masculine, leathery, woodsy, smoky scents, not too overpowering like that, but those are the kind of scents that we normally go for in our home. So after smelling 500 million candles at Target, I found this one and it's just by their Threshold brand, which is like Target's own brand, I think. Um, anyway, it's this wood wick candle, which is really nice because when it's burning, it like makes a tiny bit of like a crackly sound and it kind of sounds like rain and it's just like extra, extra cozy. Um, and it's in this really nice, just amber glass container which looks really nice I don't like candles that have a lot of branding on them unless they're like really beautiful like Diptyque or Lalabo <laughs> um so the more plain the better and so I found this one it's just a plain amber case um container and it smells let's see the fragrance let me look on the bottom here it's leather and embers is the scent and it is so nice it smells very very expensive and it really does like it's quite powerful. Like it fills up our entire living room area and kitchen area. And I've been burning this for like two weeks now every day. And I feel like it, it's only halfway gone, which I feel like is not too shabby. And it's not too big of a candle. It's quite small. Anyway, I'm super excited that I found a really good affordable candle that I love and that I will be repurchasing. Next on my love list. Ooh, that's cute. All right, you guys, I'm making one final change to this section of the episode. And it's going to be my weekly love list. Okay, it's done. It's final. I'm never changing it again. It's my weekly love list. That's what it is. That's what I'm calling it forever. It's done. I need to stop trying to think of other names for it because this one is great. All right, next up on my love list are the Ollie Sleep Ultra Soft Gels. These are so amazing. Uh, you might have heard about or seen the Ollie Sleep Gummies which people like really rave about them and see that they work really well, which is why I was like interested in this brand. 
Um, and I actually got the gummies first and I just found them to be absolutely disgusting. Like I could not even eat them. I tried one and I was like, nope, this is not happening. And I'm usually like not, I'm not like a picky eater. I'm usually fine with a lot of things. I drink a lot of green juice and like, I'm just not bothered by most things, but they were so gross. So I decided to return them at Target. But as I was returning them, I realized that they actually have a soft gel capsule. It's like the exact same thing, but in a soft gel instead of um, that you can just swallow with water like a pill instead of chewing the gummy. So I got these instead and they work so well. You just take them 30 minutes before you go to sleep or 40 minutes before, sorry, 30 minutes before you want to be sleeping. And it really works. I don't know if it's a placebo, but it doesn't matter because it's working for me. It has melatonin, magnesium, L-theanine, and botanic botanicals, it says on the front of the package. Um, and then on the back, it says it has chamomile, passionflower, and lemon balm. So I really like that it has pretty much all plant-based natural ingredients. If you take two of these, you will start getting so sleepy in like half an hour. And I don't take these every single night. I just kind of take them if I feel like I'm a little bit more like wired or I don't know if wired is the right word, but if I feel like I'm still really awake and my brain, my mind's still super active and I'm not like dropping into that like sleepy zone naturally, then I will take these, which maybe like a couple times a week. So if you're someone who has a hard time falling asleep or like finds yourself just laying there for like an hour or two trying to fall asleep forever, um, I would recommend this. Definitely try it out and see how it works with you. All right, moving on to my next love and that this one's kind of random, probably going to sound kind of random to you, but if you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen me talking about my silicone straw. I'm obsessed with it. I don't, I have always had metal straws and, um, here just for instance, because I'm using a metal straw at the moment. Do you hear that? This, that is what I hate about a metal straw. It's so loud and clinky. I don't know. There's something about the silicone straw that just feels cleaner for some reason and just nicer and it's quiet and they're very, very inexpensive as well. You can get them off of Amazon. I actually bought mine in person at a juice bar because they were selling them. It was only $2 for like a really big, long straw. Um, but yes, you can get them on Amazon. I definitely need to buy more because right now I only have one and it's in the wash machine, uh, dishwasher right now, which is why I'm using the metal straw. There's not much else to say about it other than highly recommend a silicone straw. I'll do some searching on Amazon later today um, because I want to buy some for myself anyway. And I will link the best find in the show notes of this episode all right moving on i have been making this onion soup for a few months now and i've posted about it a few times i believe oh yes i do i have a recipe highlight on my instagram and it has this, the recipe for my special onion soup um it's just so good and i hadn't made it in probably a couple weeks and then i just made it day before yesterday and it just really sparked my love for it again and I just feel like I have to share it because it's definitely a, on my love list. Something about it is just so comforting, it's so savory, it's onions, garlic, a bunch of herbs, a little bit of white wine vinegar, um, veggie broth, I mean you can find the recipe on my Instagram but something about it. It's just so comforting and delicious and I know I already said that and I'm just repeating myself because I don't know what else to say about the onion soup, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, I should mention onions are incredibly good and garlic 
are very, very good for killing viruses, which is very interesting to know at this time. And they boost your immune system and they actually have a lot of health benefits, which you don't really think of when you think of like a healthy vegetable. I don't, onions aren't necessarily the first thing that come, come into my mind, but they're actually very good for you. So it is a totally plant-based recipe. I try to eat mostly plant-based and it's just one of my favorite recipes. So I just thought I would give that a shout out and let you know that you can find the onion soup recipe on my Instagram if you are interested in making some onion soup. All right, for my last love of the week, I am, <laughs> I'm going to sound like such a nerd, but I'm obsessed with trivia. I think I might have spoken about it on one of my other episodes, but we had this like massive family Zoom trivia night every Friday for like seven weeks in a row during like the main part of like the really intense part of quarantine and it was the highlight of my week we had so much fun every week we would have a new host um and there were I think like 20 or 30 people showing up to these zoom calls which was just super fun and anyway we got really into it this is the first time I've ever been like into trivia before but it was just super fun and we really looked forward to it and now that kind of people are have been starting to go back to work and life's getting a little bit more normal now it's people don't have as much time to do this every Friday night so it kind of dropped off a few weeks ago which I was really sad about until my dad told me that there's this um, brewery down the road that does a trivia Tuesday every single Tuesday night and it's just been super fun and I'm I'm quite certain now that I spoke about this on the last episode but anyway trivia Tuesday super great we went last night for our third week in a row and our team has placed every single week which is amazing they do four places and you win a gift card um like there's like different levels of gift cards that you can win for the restaurant to bring you back the next week and anyway it's just a super fun time with family and it's such a team effort it, there's like a lot of camaraderie going into it and it's very exciting so <laughs> that's my dorky nerdy uh, love of the week honestly if you're looking for something fun to do with your family or friends and just want to get out I highly recommend just searching for restaurants or bars that do a trivia night in your area I think this is like a massive thing in the UK that people do like pub quizzes and I think it's the same thing as trivia but it's a very fun time it's a it's a fun experience everyone gets involved and it's great okay I feel like I've talked about it enough oh p.s the place that we go to has like a really nice big back patio area that's all outside so it's not like it just feels a lot safer I guess than being like in close quarters with everyone inside of a restaurant um but yeah if you can find like a nice outdoor situation that does trivia then I highly recommend you go because it's very 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 fun okay I've I just keep repeating myself. I'm so terrible with repeating myself and I don't know what else to say and I don't know how to transition to the next topic. So I just keep on repeating myself until I finally am like, okay, get on with it. <laughs> Sorry if that bothers you. I'm definitely trying to work on it. I will get better. I'm still a newbie at this. Okay, we're, we're learning as we go. Um, all right, it is officially time to get into the main topic of the episode, which is self-care, how to spark joy and heavy time, taking care of yourself, all of the above. I haven't really landed on a title for this episode yet, as you can see, but don't worry, we're going to get there. So like I mentioned at the top of the episode, I feel like right now it's so important to continue to make time for joy and to do the things that make you happy and lift you up. Um, we have to find ways to laugh and have fun and make ourselves feel alive and human, especially at times like this, because it's so easy right now to get into a dark spiral and get stuck in a 
a down mood for days on end and that's really just not helpful to anybody especially not yourself so today i want to talk about ways that you can take care of yourself right now and how important that is so i want to share a few of the things that help me to feel better and that are bringing me joy right now i've written down a list of all of my favorite ways to practice self-care these are all things that help to spark joy in me and just make me feel more like myself and lift me out of a dark mood and i really hope that they will be helpful for you too i have a list of about 13 different activities that can help you out of a funk and I've actually broken them up into different categories or themes I guess I guess it's more of a theme I don't know if that's going to be helpful or not but it just kind of like helped me make sense of it so I've written down a couple of activities per theme and the first one well I'll just I'll just list all the themes okay the first one is check in with yourself what do you need so that's going to be kind of like being more introspective and real like trying to figure out what's at the core of why you're feeling the way you are and then addressing that um the next theme is lifting your spirit so a few ways to do that um the next one is take care of your body and then we have it's the little things because there is so much joy to be found in the little tiny things little tweaks you can make throughout your day that can just make such a difference so all right let's get into the first one and that is checking in with yourself what do you need the first activity I have written down is journaling and I realize that this is not for everyone some people hate journaling or they just like really dread it um but some people love it and I'm one of the people who kind of honestly feels both I find that I sometimes dread journaling the same way that I would dread like doing an exercise I know that I always feel better after I do it and I know that it's so good for me but sometimes in the moment it's just like hard to just sit down with your thoughts putting a pen to paper and just like dumping your mind and your soul onto a page it can be a little bit daunting at first but once you get going or at least for me once I start writing and I'm like five or ten minutes into it I can really get into a good flow and then I start feeling better and I'm like oh yes this is why I'm doing it because I always feel so good like during and after and I always find that the process of writing actually helps me to really get in tune with myself and a lot of times it helps me to pinpoint exactly why I may be feeling a certain way. Like if I'm just kind of feeling down and I'm not sure why, which happens sometimes, um, especially around the time of the month, um, I can kind of just start writing it out, pouring everything out onto the page, and it helps me to process my emotions and realize why I'm feeling a certain way. And then also it helps me to come up with a solution and a plan to get out of that negative headspace because while you're writing, it's like your thoughts are kind of slowing down and you're getting space to actually it's like a bird's eye view so you can like give yourself advice because sometimes when you're so in your head and you're just thinking and you're all up in it you can't see what's really going on you're very like your vision is just muddy um but for me at least whenever I'm writing it's almost like I have a bird's eye view and I'm just watching myself and then I'm able to step outside of that and have clarity and like I said just process everything and helps me to come up with a plan to start like stepping out of that negative headspace into start doing things that are going to help me and make me feel better and sometimes just getting to the bottom of why you're feeling a certain way like bringing that into the light is enough to make you feel better in itself like you don't actually have to fix any problems just like you acknowledging what's going on inside yourself and not burying it or brushing it under the rug and actually dealing with that emotion helps you to heal and process that so writing is just such a beautiful tool journaling whatever you want to call it it's amazing and I highly recommend to everyone even though it can be kind of daunting at first it's so worth it 
The second activity I have that kind of fits this checking in with yourself theme is going for a long walk without your AirPods. And that is the key. Just you and your thoughts. And that's another thing that's kind of like, ugh, sounds so boring, whatever. But it is so nice when you're actually doing it. Um, I don't always go for long walks without AirPods. Most of the time I do wear my AirPods and I listen to a podcast or something, which is another thing that really helps to lift my spirits and makes me feel better. Um, but going for a long walk just to clear your head, just you and your thoughts can be so beneficial. It's, it's another way to just clear your mind and give yourself some space to process. And a lot of people can actually use walking as a form of like a moving meditation, which is really cool. There's just something about it. Um, it's definitely scientifically proven. I don't know who proved this or like a specific article I can point to, but I've definitely read that it's scientifically proven that your mind is a lot more creative and it just gets into a different zone when you're walking. And obviously if you're not listening to something else or like talking to someone, it's just like you and your thoughts. I know that a lot of the greatest figures in history swore by going for long walks to like break through a creative rut and get themselves out of a slump. I know that Albert Einstein actually did this. They said that he used to go for a long walk on the beach to introspect and work out complex problems in his head, which is just kind of crazy that he could, you know, do math problems in his head because I just am incapable of that but you know, it's Einstein, (laughs) but even he was going for walks to like clear his head and get that mental clarity. Something about your mind is just sharper when you're outside and you're walking and it's just science, but I don't understand it, but I know that it works. All right. We got quite a few more to get through, so I'm going to try to make them not as long, but we are moving right along to the next category or theme, and that is lift your spirits. So these are the things that are just going to make you feel good instantly and yeah, just boost your mood. The first one I have is to catch up with a friend on FaceTime. This is amazing because it helps you get outside of yourself and out of your own head and you just get to catch up with a friend that always is such a big mood booster. There will be lots of laughs, I'm sure, and it's just nice to catch up with someone and see how they're doing, especially right now in this crazy time. It's so important to check in with each other and it will make them feel really good. It'll make you feel really good. And it's nice to have something to look forward to like that. Like if you plan it in advance and you say like, okay, on Thursday night, we're going to have like a girl's night on FaceTime and you guys like make some drinks or have some coffee together or whatever it is and just like make a thing out of it. It just makes it way more fun and special feeling. So that's a really simple thing you can do to make yourself feel better and also help a friend out and help them feel better as well in case they're also feeling down in the dumps. God created us to be very social creatures and humans are made for community and connecting and talking and sharing. And so whenever you catch up with a friend and share your struggles with them and vice versa, it's just very healing and it helps you to feel less alone. Um, Feeling isolated like a lot of us have over the past few months is so detrimental to your mental health. So continuing to check in and I know it's a lot easier now to see friends like a lot of people were able to go out and meet like obviously I went out to dinner with friends the other night which is so nice but now that we're able to actually go and see friends maybe do that if it's safe and every you know you can still practice social distancing but even if not even a FaceTime call or a phone call alone is enough to just really help you feel connected with that person and like I said help you feel less alone. I kind of touched on this a little bit earlier in the episode, but the next activity to help lift your spirits is listening to a good podcast. Um, No, I'm not trying to plug my own podcast, but maybe that could lift your spirits too. I don't know. Maybe I'm lifting your spirits right now. I hope so. (laughs) But whether it's a funny podcast or a motivational podcast or 
just something really entertaining um I feel like they just really help to instantly boost my mood I love 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 going for a nice long walk with my airpods in even if I'm like grocery shopping I like to have my airpods in it just like gives me a little boost of happiness and also gets me out of my head and it's just enjoyable lifts my mood all the time um okay next on the list is to and this is actually the last one in this little theme is to watch a funny movie or a comedy special or a funny show like Shit's Creek or something like that um I feel like laughter is the best medicine and anytime you're feeling down if you can start laughing it's like literally like medicine so highly encourage you to just watch something funny I feel like that's like a sure way to make you feel better like you can't feel bad when you're laughing so that's kind of a no-brainer I feel like that's an obvious one but sometimes we just don't think you know when you're just wallowing in your sadness you don't think oh I'm gonna watch a funny movie right now but sometimes it's important to just make yourself do it and then and put you in a better mood all right my next theme of self-care is taking care of your body I feel like well, I know that physical health and mental health go completely hand in hand and it would be very, very hard to have one without the other. So the very first activity I have is to make yourself a delicious, nourishing meal. Think like smoothies packed with vitamin-rich greens and fruit, an acai bowl, a hearty lentil stew with lots of veggies. I actually made one of those today and it was so, so, so good. Um... A big delicious salad. Salads do not have to be boring, by the way. I love a good salad. You just have to get creative with it and like get a dressing that you really love. And salads are amazing. That's just a really simple one. I feel like whenever you're taking care of your body, putting nourishing foods into your body, you instantly feel good because you know that you're taking care of yourself and it's an act of love for yourself and it will literally nourish you from the inside out, even your soul. My next self-care activity is to get active. Now, this does not have to be a high-intensity workout. It can be a long walk, like I mentioned earlier several times. This can be playing frisbee in the backyard with your family, playing tennis, learning a TikTok dance. Those are seriously such a great workout, honestly. Um, but literally, any sort of activity where you're moving your body and you're having fun. That's the key, is that you actually enjoy what it is that you're doing and you're not just like trudging through a workout you're actually enjoying it having fun moving your body um getting some sunshine you want to feel like you're literally just having fun and the workout part or like the movement part is just like a side effect like a healthy side effect of you having fun outside and using your body as a tool to have fun all right the next and last uh, activity i have in this section is sleep and that might sound a little boring, but sleep is such a massive part of self-care for me. And it is so incredibly crucial for mental and physical health. Your brain actually processes and deals with all of the emotions and stressors and everything that you go through throughout your day while you're sleeping. So do not rob that from yourself. It is so important. I actually love going to bed early. I don't always get to bed really early. I could definitely be better at this, but I actually really enjoy it when I do get an early night. I like to like make a really big deal out of my nighttime routine. I will dim the lights as the sun is going down. I'll wear my blue light blocking glasses. Um, I'll wind down with some chamomile tea or some sort of like sleepy time tea. I really like Yogi. That brand of tea is really good. Or I'll have like a glass of red wine a couple of days a week. I am starting to be an exclusively red wine drinker. Something about it just totally chills me out. It makes me feel so nice. Um, white wine 
it's not the same. I don't know what it is. I just am not really that into white wine anymore. It kind of like hurts my stomach when red wine doesn't. And I never feel groggy when I wake up after having like a glass of red wine. But if I have one glass of white wine, I always wake up feeling groggy. And that goes for rosé too, sadly. Anyway, that was a little tangent. (laughs) But yeah, red wine definitely helps me chill out. And I like to do that only a couple times a week just to like make it feel special. Um, And then on some nights whenever I'm like not feeling naturally tired by like nine or ten o'clock if I still feel like I'm kind of wound up I will take my sleep gummies or not the gummies sorry the sleep capsules that I was talking about earlier I'll take those about 30 minutes before I want to be asleep so like 10 o'clock at the latest because I really don't want to be asleep any later than 10 30 I feel like my quality of sleep just isn't as good if I go to sleep later I'll watch some Shit's Creek with Josh cuddle on the couch and then I will read my book right before bed pretty much I'll read until my eyes get really really sleepy and heavy and then I just drift off and it's very wonderful I really like being like prepped for sleep like this just like preparing my body to like have the best sleep ever it's just wonderful we are now going to move on to the last theme or category here which is it's the little things which I think might be my favorite category because it's just very simple easy oh sorry about that I got a text need to turn that on silent wow how unprofessional sorry about that um but as I was saying self-care doesn't have to be this like big extreme thing obviously a lot of the things I've already talked about have been really simple and easy but these are just like really small things that you can do for yourself to just give yourself some love make yourself feel good so these might be a little bit more materialistic or shallow or whatever but you know what they do the job so okay my first activity in this section is make yourself a super delicious fancy beverage this does not necessarily have to be alcoholic but that can definitely be nice too from time to time um but like a good chai latte an oat milk caramel latte a rich and creamy hot chocolate. These are the things that my dreams are made of. I am such a beverage girl. Like literally nothing instantly brightens my mood. Like having something warm and delicious to sip on. My whole, all my friends and my family just know this is about me. I'm the beverage queen. I always have like two or three beverages going at once. It's a little crazy, but it just makes me happy. So just a really small thing you can do to brighten your mood. Um, okay, moving on the next one um this one might not be for everyone but it is to put on some self-tan for me putting on self-tan gives me like instant confidence I love to be bronzed and glowy and just feel like a bronzed goddess I don't know who doesn't like that feeling um but yeah I just find it like a super simple and quick way to make myself feel better about myself and the brand I really like is loving tan I've tried a few different self-tanners um but loving tan so far has been my absolute favorite So yeah, it takes like 20 minutes to just apply it and then you're good and glowing for like a week. It's such a confidence boost and makes me feel way more sexy. (laughs) So I highly recommend that. The next tip on my list might be kind of obvious, but it's very helpful. So I'm just going to tell you it is to get ready for the day. Getting dressed in a cute outfit, do your hair, put on some makeup, maybe even some perfume, Just putting in a little bit of effort to make yourself feel ready can make such a huge difference in not only my confidence level, my mood, but also like my productivity as well. Um, It's definitely not been easy during COVID. I feel like for the last two months, I've basically lived in sweats and like hardly touched my makeup bag, but now I'm getting more in a routine of getting ready every day 
and it really helps like I said boost my mood a lot like I I genuinely feel so much better when I get ready um but then also there's some days where like staying in my comfiest sweats and not wearing any makeup is exactly what I need to rest and feel better so it's just kind of about paying attention to like what my soul needs on that day but yeah getting ready has been has been like a game changer in how good I feel and how productive I am so I just felt like I should include that all right my very last self-care tip is perhaps a little bit shallow but I don't care it works for me and that is to buy beautiful pajamas yes this can include lingerie if that makes you feel amazing but I'm mostly talking about like a lovely silky high quality gorgeous pajama set pajama set pajama set um I feel like no one really buys himself nice pajamas. It's usually just like something you get at Christmas time or at like your bachelorette party or something like that. But I think that's that's just stupid. I think it's important to do random acts of kindness and love for yourself. So if that includes buying a beautiful set of pajamas, I think you should do it. I think it's just a practice in self-love and making yourself feel like you're worth it because you are. I know a lot of people think it's not like worth spending a lot of money on pajamas because no one's really ever going to see them, but that's not the point. Like these pajamas are just for you. They're for no one else, not even your husband. And I just feel like why shouldn't you feel beautiful and luxurious on a random Tuesday night? Like you should because you're you and you're fabulous and it's a lovely thing to do for yourself. So just do it. If you have the money for it, and you really, really love it, just do it. Invest in your self-care, invest in your self-love, and it will go a very long way. All right, well, that was my final self-care tip, so I think we can go ahead and move on to the weekly wisdom before we wrap this episode up. I like to end every single episode with a little bit of wisdom, whether that's a quote or a Bible verse or something like that, and this week I chose one that obviously had something to do with the theme of self-love and it's a quote by Oscar Wilde and it says to love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance it's short and simple and beautiful it really resonated with me because if you think about it the longest relationship you're ever going to have in your life is the one with you and with God but you are your only like sure person that you're gonna know forever if that makes sense like you're gonna have a relationship with yourself your entire life and that's guaranteed but it's not with anyone else which is kind of a crazy thing to think about so it's so important to like yourself and to love yourself and to enjoy your own company and I think that starts with investing in yourself taking care of yourself and doing all the things that I mentioned today I think will definitely help with that process Okay, we have come to the end of another episode. I thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, you're amazing. And I love you and thank you for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting my podcast. Um, You can subscribe if you haven't already so you will never miss an episode. And please, please, please leave a rating and review in the Apple Podcast app. Um, It really helps support the show and it's really the only other way to help people find the Soul Click podcast apart from apart from sharing it on social media or like word of mouth, obviously. Um, But yeah, it literally makes my day whenever I see you guys post about the podcast on your Instagram stories. And whenever you guys DM me, it's like the best feeling ever. It's super encouraging and it makes me want to keep going even when it's not been very easy. So please know that I really, really appreciate it. Again, thank you so much for listening and I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Bye. (laughs) 